Hey friend, get ready to listen in on some long-form conversations and authentic stories with people who have decided to turn their mess into their mission and their past into their purpose. We'll talk on topics like faith, family, and entrepreneurship. Here we go. Hey guys, it's Brittany Jones and welcome to another episode of the All My Favorite People podcast. As you guys know, I bring you a weekly podcast interview show with some people who you probably don't know, but are some of my favorite people because they are turning their past into their purpose. And this week's episode is going to be a little bit different. As you can probably already tell, if you're watching, I do not have a stitch of makeup on. I My hair's in a junky ponytail. I just came in from working out. Um, I had to do a special podcast today just because of all the things that are going on in our world. And so today won't be a long form interview, but I hope that you'll listen. I'll try to not be super long winded, but we, we need to talk. You guys, one thing that is really just playing over and over in my mind this week is that we have to trust that God's plan and his will. We have to trust in his sovereignty. We have to know, like deep down in our souls, know that his plan is going to prevail, that God wins, that no matter what the world looks like, no matter what any president or leader or television personality tells you, your body belongs to you. It is sovereign. God has given you inalienable rights, not even the constitution, not even the government, God. They're granted by God. Your individual rights and liberties are granted to you by the creator of the universe. Whether you live in a quote unquote free country or not, that's the truth. So there's three things I want to talk about this morning. One is, so yesterday Biden mandated or is attempting to hold OSHA and the um, Department of Labor is kind of pushing them to create vaccine mandates for any employer who has 100 employees or or more. I'm sure you guys already know all that. Um, That's like full on dictatorship. That's scary totalitarian Marxist communist craziness. Like it's kind of insane that we went from two weeks to flatten the curve to if you're not vaccinated, you can't hold down a job. That's nuts. You guys, are you paying attention? (laughs) It hasn't even been two years. It's been 19, 20 months now. And here's where we are. And I'm not pointing fingers, but I think a lot of people thought that this would all just go away. I think they thought that if they complied to a certain degree, like we can get through it and we're all in this together. And you know what? Myself included, like I put masks on my kids last year at school and like, okay, this is a one year thing and we're going to get through it and everybody's going to like be safe and fine on the other end. That is not what's happening. I hope your eyes are open. (laughs) If they're not yet, I don't think, I think you're probably stuck where you're at. Sorry. And 
I'm being a little bit more forthcoming today than probably normal. But if you aren't awake yet, if this is all like, what do you mean totalitarian Marxist communist mandates? Like, what is that? What are you, what are you talking about? Like, first of all, go and read George Orwell's 1984. The exact things that he talks about in that book are starting to happen. And it's not like small stuff either. For example, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, I saw that the CDC changed the definition of immunity. You guys, when they start changing definitions of words, that is communist. That is totally propaganda and totally meant to disorient people and pit us against one another. So I'll go back to my three things, which I said I was going to do and didn't even start on yet. So here's the first thing. Mandates are not laws. Okay. A law is the rule that the police and the courts and people like that, that's what they will uphold. Well, they're supposed to anyway, supposed to uphold the law. A mandate is not a law. A mandate is a strongly worded suggestion. So somebody mandates you to do something, you can tell them to shove it. (laughs) It is not a law. You do not have to follow a mandate. Now, some employers might be saying, well, we're mandating this. And if you don't comply, then you don't have a job. Well, first of all, make them fire you. Okay. Do not quit your job unless, you know, there are other circumstances that warrant that. Just keep showing up. What are they going to do? Send you home? Like go to your job, do not quit, dig your heels in and make them fire you. Okay. That's first. Mandates are not laws. That's a mask mandate. That's a vaccination mandate. That's a mandate for your kids, for their school. That's a mandate for your job, for walking in the grocery store. It doesn't matter. A mandate is not a law. You do not have to follow a mandate. You have, there's no legal recourse that they can take against you if you do not follow a mandate. Okay. So that's first. Number two, men, this is for you. Some of you guys have not been paying attention to my show. You know, I have guys on here all the time. I love a male perspective when it comes to these things that we're dealing with because I am totally a chick and I do get emotional and I do get my stress level goes through the roof and things do get a little bit like um just they play so big in my mind sometimes. And I know that not all, but most men have a very logical and (laughs) like your center and your core is very rational and logical. Most guys. Okay. So again, generally speaking here, this mandate that came out yesterday from Biden, um, it's going to mess with y'all. It's going to mess with you guys. It's going to mess with your paychecks. It's going to mess with your ability to provide for your family. If your family is relying on your income, men, then being forced to take a vaccine that one, you might have natural immunity to. If you got COVID and you beat COVID, 
then you have natural immunity and natural immunity not only lasts longer than injected quote unquote immunity, but it is superior in every way in the sense that it's, it lasts longer and it's better. It's just better. It's the way that God built our freaking bodies. You guys, it's the way he built our bodies to work, to fight virus and disease and then learn and adapt so that it can be stronger. That's what your immune system is. But guys, if you are in a place that is going to follow the stupid mandate and make you get a vaccine that you don't want, that's going to affect the bottom line, man. It's going to affect your paycheck. It's going to affect your family. We need you. Guys, we need you in this fight. Us mama bears have been roaring for years. And we need you men to step up. Almost every single one of these school board stories that I've heard over the last maybe two or three weeks now, basically this is how they go. The mom showed up at every school board meeting for the last year. And we've been saying, we don't want our kids in masks. We don't want you to force vaccinate. We don't want you to have vaccination clinics at the schools. We don't think that that is necessary. Please let the parents choose. Okay. That's been the moms and some guys, right? Over the last year or two. The school board meetings that are going the other direction, the ones where the school board is backing down and saying, no, we're not going to mandate masks for kids or any sort of vaccination, blah, blah, blah. They're going that way because the husbands, the dads, the men, the pastors of the community are showing up and telling these school boards they're ridiculous and they don't have the right or the power or it is not for them to choose what we do with our children. Do you think they come into my home and tell me how to feed my kids? Do you think they make sure they brush their teeth and get in bed and snuggle up in something cozy for bedtime? Do they pay my bills? No, you're a school board. You don't get to tell me how to parent. I'm sorry. (laughs) So dads, men, pastors, we need you. Please show up to these school board meetings, show up to these city council meetings, show up to these rallies, wave your flag, bring your family. They need to see you acting. They need to see you putting your money where your mouth is. They need to see actionable steps coming from you as the leader and the head of their household. Men, we need you. Please. The mamas cannot carry this load and this burden alone. And as you guys know, the only thing that allows evil to prevail is for good people to be silent and do nothing. I hope you're mad. I hope that announcement yesterday ticked you off. I hope you take that righteous anger and you show up for your families, for your kids, for your jobs, for your community. Please, please. Lastly, and the most important piece of all of this, we have got to be on our knees in prayer. We have to be praying through this, you guys. No amount of rallying or showing up can do 
what prayer and praise can do. So yes, be a voice. Do not comply to these mandates. Stand up. Use your voice. Be the change you want to see in the world. We hear that all the time. But in addition to those things, get on your knees, y'all. Get on your knees. Put your face to the floor. And first off, we need to repent, right? It says, if my people who are called by my name will repent and turn from their ways, we have to do that first, okay? That's first and foremost. We need to get on our knees, on our faces before the Lord and repent for the piece of it that is ours, okay? We all have a role and we've all played a role in this. Like I said, I masked my kids last year. Do you think that makes me feel good? Do you think I like telling people that, especially as somebody who's been so vocal about it on this end now? No, but I did it. And again, it was to keep the peace. Blessed are the peacemakers. I just wanted to be a peacemaker. No, meekness is not weakness, y'all. To be meek is to have power and to have strength. And where that power and strength comes from is the Lord. And then it's restrained power. You restrain that power and that strength and you put forth truth. That is meekness. It is actually boldness, restrained strength and anger put forth in a loving, truthful way. And that's what God says. He says the meek will inherit the earth. He doesn't, he says to have peace with our neighbors as long as it depends on you. But there comes a point when we as Christians have an obligation, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, (laughs) to stand up to a government that is compelling us to do things that are biblically wrong. And let me tell you why vaccines are biblically wrong. First of all, they're made with aborted fetal cells. So if you're okay with killing a baby to remove fetal cells so that you can inject that plus a bunch of toxic poison into your body, then you you and the Lord need to have a moment just about that. And I'm, I'm not mincing words today, as you can tell. Then to compel someone and mandate that they have to inject their body with something that they do not want. What happens? What happened to bodily autonomy? What happened to the sovereignty of our own bodies? The Lord tells us that our bodies are a temple. Do we do things day in and day out that mess that up? Yes. Would my mom have told you that this was part of me ruining my body as a temple? Probably. None of us are perfect. Okay. Jesus, literally only perfect person that ever walked the face of this earth. But what, when you know better, you do better. And now I know that my body is a temple and that I do not need formaldehyde, mercury, aborted fetal cells, all sorts of just junk put into my body to basically fake an immune response. No, I'd rather get COVID and beat it and have natural immunity. And for those of you that are like, well, I don't have a, you know, I don't have a good immune system or someone I know and someone I love doesn't have 
is immunocompromised. We all have people like that in our lives, right? And I know that people will say like, oh, you're wishing death on people who, you know, can't recover from COVID. No, I don't wish anyone anything. What I will say to that is only God knows the time and the hour that he will bring you home. No mask, no vaccine is going to change the day or the hour that God calls me home. I could die in a freaking car accident today. I could get hit by a bus walking down the road. I can mitigate, 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 mitigate until my eyes turn flipping blue, y'all. But I'm going to go when it's my time to go. And I'm going to be here because the Lord still has a purpose for my life. So if you're here and you're hearing the sound of my voice, congratulations. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And you don't have to live in fear. He tells us 365 times in the Bible, do not fear. I've seen it everywhere and you know it too. There's one for each day of the year. Do you know why? He knows we are bombarded with fear day in and day out every single day. And he tells us in his word, do not fear for I have overcome this world. You will have trouble, but I have overcome. He says, stop living in fear. Turn off your TV. Unplug from social media. Pay attention to your family. Y'all, I'm preaching to myself right now. Pay attention to your family. Hide the word of the Lord in your heart. Write it on the around your home. Instill it in your children. Let them memorize it and know it deep within themselves. That's the only way we get through this is by hiding the Lord's word in our hearts and getting on our faces in prayer. So I'm going to pray and I will encourage each one of you to share this with someone you know and love. Get on your knees and pray. Gather with other people together today and pray. We have got to just steep this entire thing in prayer. All right, here we go. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for giving us an opportunity to live in a country that is free because you have granted us freedom. Not a piece of paper, not signatures from people 200 years ago. You sent your son to die for us so that we could be free. Lord, I pray for each person today who is stressed out, who is scared, who is just sick and tired of all the politicization of everything. For the person who lost someone this week to COVID, Lord, you order our steps. You know what is to come. You are sovereign. You are holy. Your will 
is greater than our will, Father, and we do not understand what is going on other than you are bringing darkness into the light. It's so hard, Lord. It's so hard to be here on this earth, navigating all of this day in and day out, trying to raise our children, trying to keep our jobs, trying to keep our heads above water, Father. But just like Peter, Lord, if we keep our eyes fixated upon you, we will not fail. We will not sink. Thank you for being a rock for being our strong foundation, for being the only place left to go, Father. What runs in my mind right now is I'm starting to see that the darkness around me is just the shadow of your wings. Thank you, Father. Thank you for protecting us, for lifting us up, Lord. Lord, we can feel those of us that are your children, Lord, we can feel palpable raising up of your church, Father. You are raising up those who know you truly, who love you deeply, and are willing to sacrifice everything to follow you and to serve you. Lord, I've seen it lately too that. We're not called to, quote unquote, wake people up. That's right. We're not. We are called to live for you, to be an example to our friends and our family and our neighbors. We are called to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth. And so while it's so easy to get caught up in politics, Father, Help us keep our eyes fixed on you. The one who holds it all in the palm of his hands. Nothing is happening that surprises you. Sometimes that sentence doesn't give me hope. But it gives me hope today because I do not understand this world. I do not understand the evil that is just so rampant and that people are fine with it, that they've accepted it, that that's just our culture. No, no, Lord, you've called us to be counter-cultural. You've called us to swim against the flow, to go against the grain, to stand out and stick out like a sore thumb, Father. You're a light on a hill. Lord, I pray for those of us that are listening. If you're discouraged, if you're the light on the hill in your community or in your family or in your friend group, keep being bold. We need truth right now. We need love right now, but we also need courage. Lord, grant us the courage to bring the truth in love so that people can come to know you. Not so they can vote the way we vote or think the way we think, so that they know you, Father, and they understand you and your desires for their life 
what you've called them to, Father. Lord, I just pray for peace that surpasses all understanding right now. Thank you for guarding our hearts and our minds. In Christ Jesus, amen. All right, guys, that's today's episode. Join me next week on All My Favorite People when I am back to having long-form guests. I'm really excited because next week I'm speaking with um, a new friend. Her Instagram is called Seated with Christ. She's a cool chick, and uh, you guys are going to love our conversation. So thank you for listening today. May God bless you. May he keep you, make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Bye, guys. See you next time. The All My Favorite People podcast is proudly sponsored by Peace Love T-Shirts. Go to peacelovetshirt.com to see the entire All My Favorite People collection of shirts, hats, and bags. While you're there, check out the other collections from our collaborators like Healing and Hope, The Controversy, and Ink Happy. Go to peacelovetshirt.com and use code FAVORITE for $5 off your first order. Hey guys, thanks so much for watching today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like and subscribe to this channel and hit the little notification bell so you know every time I post something new. Of course, check out Peace Love t-shirts as well. That's where you can get all of your All My Favorite People merch. And I'd love it if you also left me a review. Thanks for tuning in and I hope to see you next time. I will make your name famous from now on so people will praise you forever and ever. Psalm 4517. If you like today's episode and want more info, check out lifejesusstyle.com and hashtag lifejesusstyle on social media.